talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. And welcome to this week's episode of the Artist Interview podcast from Hope FM. I'm your host, Gordon T, and I have the absolute honour of meeting some of the real stars of the world of contemporary Christian music. And this band is a band that actually are totally new to me. It's Land of Colour. Uh, that's C-O-L-O-R, Land of Colour, uh, and they are at the moment in the UK touring with Wren Collective. Uh, they've got some beautiful music, some lovely stories to tell. So uh, before I talk for so long, far too long me talking, I'm sure we want to get on with the music and hear from the guys. So uh, this is uh, their first track, Morning Song. Morning song by Land of Colour. Hey Gary, hey Tom, how you doing? Hey, wonderful man. How hey, you going? How's it? It's good. It's good. May I clarify? I, I've actually heard Thomas referred to as Thomas, Tom, and Tommy. <laughs> now I don't know if that's depending on your behaviour, whether you're being good or bad. Is there a name that you like to go by? You know, I, I just like to be all things to all men, and so I just anything you want to call me, I'll answer. No, I usually, I mean, I'm the third, so I'm Thomas Ashton the third in my family. And my mom growing up was very particular on having people call me Thomas to be different from my grandparent or from my grandpa and my dad. Oh, okay. So Thomas maybe is my is baseline, and then all my friends call me Tommy. Because I, I heard when when people were saying play the harmonica, people used the word Tommy at that point. I didn't know if that was your harmonica name. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was absolutely privileged to hear you guys playing live in Bournemouth uh, at the O2 Academy. Uh, starting starting the gig up really for Ren Collective but I, I, it was one of those moments you go wow what a fantastic startup act because you felt like an act in your own right very much so and I, I loved what you brought before we talk more about your music though would you guys be willing to share a little bit about your backgrounds uh, how you came to be followers of Jesus your life story and how you came to be together uh, working together as a band sure um so for me um, I, I was born and raised in South Africa um, and just uh, had a kind of a, a rough early childhood with my dad passing away real young and just some some rough things happening in our family. And then at the age of 10, I, we just had some believers who were living on our street that invited us to, into church. And we discovered this family that kind of just brought us in. And, and we, we all ended up becoming believers and we were kind of absorbed into this beautiful thing called the church that we didn't even know existed before then. And that kind of was the beginning of God kind of just putting on my heart that his church is, is, is this family that people are called into and welcomed into. So that was my beginning of, of, of my journey with the Lord. Um, the, the worship leader at that church that I went to, he, he kind of noticed a, a musical gifting in me and, and he started mentoring me, gave me my first guitar when I was 11 years old, had me singing in the worship team. And um, it's just developed. From there, I just have always loved leading worship, singing, and um, eventually, when I was 23, a, a band that I was singing for, a Christian like um, rock band in South Africa, got picked up by a record label in California, and we started coming over over to the states and doing ministry there. Um, so yeah, that's the short story of how I got to the states, and then um, eight years later, met, met Tommy, and then started this venture, um, Land of Color. So that's 
real quick my my story <laughs> uh, just just to, just to clarify there Gary and has it been basically you've always been doing music then that's always been your heart your passion and your career yes um after after high school I went to Bible college for a few years um and that's during that time um, some friends and I started a, a band like an outreach band and um we thought it was kind of just a side thing but then it became you know it became our full-time occupation and, and full-time ministry uh, and then we came over to the States and then started doing it over there. So, yeah, it's, al- it's always been music. And obviously you've, you've parted ways with that band. Is the band still going or has everyone gone on to other things? No, th- that band ended in like 05. So that was, you know, that was 16 years ago. So Okay. Okay. A little while back now. Yeah. And how about you, you Thomas, Tommy, Tom? Well, we're friends now. You can call me Tommy. <laughs> okay, Tommy. Cool. <laughs> um, so I grew up in the church. Um basically in the church every day too. My dad was a pastor, um, my whole upbringing and still is in Colorado and, um, grew up at a, a really great non-denominational church there and, um, actually grew up playing drums for him. He was the worship pastor there and, um, he's a wonderful songwriter and musician as well. And so I got to kind of get my musical start hearing music around the house all the time and then uh having instruments around the house and then I really wanted to play drums and it was it was fun to to kind of play with him and I still get to do that every once in a while but so I grew up playing drums um in the church and then um started playing guitar in high school and um and then was you know part of the worship team at our church and the youth groups and different things like that and um Let's see. I'm, I'm kind of skipping fast forwarding as well, but um, got a job down in Denver at kind of my first real adult job uh, as a video graphic designer um, at this church down there and was also leading worship there and met my wife uh, at that church. And we stayed there for another three years. And then um, about seven years ago now moved from there, landed in Nashville, Tennessee, and right during that transition is when I met Gary and we were both at a songwriting kind of a worship songwriting retreat up in the mountains of Montana at this tiny little camp. And there was maybe 30 of us total that were there. And Gary came with a couple friends from Nashville. He was living there at the time. And then uh, I came with my dad um, and he was speaking at the conference and I just came to play guitar for him and for the, whoever these guys were going to be. And um, we just had this wonderful connection when we were there and stayed in touch. And a couple months later, my wife and I made the move to Nashville and and Gary and I just became really close friends really, really quickly. And um, during, I remember our first stay, we came and stayed in Nashville and stayed at their house. And after he put the kids, him and his wife put the kids down, we would just grab guitars and just share songs that we were working on. And we were both writing songs at the time. And, and uh, just had a nice connection there. You know, when you find those people, I, and maybe if there's musicians that are listening or other creative, any type of artist, but when you start collaborating with the right people, there's something that clicks and it just is really fun and easy. And I think we found that right away with our friendship and our heart towards the Lord and the church, and then also just our creative endeavors. And it was just a really easy, relaxing connection that, that I feel was God ordained. Um, and then, yeah, 
Take it from yeah, I mean, there wasn't. It was interesting that it wasn't really in a season where either of us were, were planning to go on the road and, and do the band thing. Um, not that we were opposed to it, but it was never. It, it didn't start out with a dream to be a band. It started out with us writing songs and being, "Hey, there's something here," and we kind of both felt like there was something special in the songs, and and we just asked the Lord to, you know, use it. So we recorded the songs, and then. That was the beginning of, of the journey, um, recording the songs and then people hearing them and saying, hey, we like this. Can we can we hear more? Can you come play? And it, it, we feel like it grew pretty organically, uh, which was um, for us like a confirmation. Hey, we should we should chase this down. With regards to your style of music, how do you describe yourselves? <laughs> That's kind of a fun question because I always if someone says, hey, what's what kind of genre is this? it's kind of fun to say, well, what do you think it is? You know, cause we, we both listened to lots of different styles of music and grew up with different styles of music. And um, something that's fun about what was attractive to both of us writing songs together was there was no framework of what it needed to sound like. And we could just kind of blurt out the music that was inside of us. And then we just kind of chase down whatever sound that is. And so we're pulling, you know, pulling from singer songwriter things. And then there's a little bit of some kind of oldies folk, maybe. I mean, we we get uh, that we sound like Simon and Garfunkel a lot, maybe because of the shared vocals. Yeah, that's that's I think it's fair. I could see something when I was listening to it. I was going, oh, you know, some of this reminds me of Paul Simon, a bit like some of the Graceland yeah. album bits. I go, oh, I can hear this. Before. Yeah, there's a little bit of like African influence. I think we both kind of like parts of that music like west african music some south african stuff so that's kind of crept its way in um uh, and i think part of what's fun is like uh, i think our name like describes our sound land of color it's very colorful very eclectic i think we learn we, we we learn from a whole bunch of styles so we try not to limit ourselves as to hey this is what we need to sound like we just write songs and if we if we feel like we love those songs, we, we, we record them. Now, talking about Land of Colour, just to say, for our listeners here in the UK, the band are being quite hip-hop here by spelling colour wrong. It's C-O-L-O-R. <laughs> so when you're trying to look them up, make sure you do C-O-L-O-R without the U. So um, very, very yes. cool version of the spelling, guys. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, the honest, the honest way was we, you know, we played a lot in the States and still do. This is our first tour that we've done in the UK and uh, we've played in Canada with Rind Collective as well but so this is the first time that we're kind of getting confronted with the with the spelling difference but it, it was kind of like we didn't know that we were going to be out playing in the UK and so it's maybe we would have changed it if we knew ahead of time. So Gordon I don't know if you know this but the, the word color is spelled uh, C-O-L-O-R-N c-o-l-o-r in the states i do know that in the states it's spelled without the U. yes yeah obviously i was kidding when i said it's hip-hop i was joking so yeah, oh, okay. yeah I, think, <laughs> I think um we'll we'll, we'll let that one slide but actually it's quite useful from a uk perspective for us to spell it that way because it means you won't come up with any other land of color things in the uk which are probably True. not worth finding so clever anyway moving moving on from the note oh well i will just clarify listeners at home the web address www.landof c-o-l-o-r music.com is that right guys yeah. yes yeah. they're nodding so that's that's great so okay so you're touring with ren collective now ren collective i would say are a pretty big name band but you have toured with some other big names as well uh, zach williams is that right yeah yeah we've had zach on the show he's a lovely guy and 10th avenue north now 
is the is the slanderous rumor that I've just invented that you're responsible for 10th Avenue North splitting up? Is that anything <laughs> to do with you guys? Yes, they're we hate them. They're we're enemies, <laughs> and uh, we we wanted to see their demise. <laughs> well, tick. So it it's, it's a real shame they've gone, but they 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 were they were great. So. Uh, what, what are the things you've learned from each of these different bands, from Rend and from Zach and from 10th Avenue North, as, as you've toured from them, uh, with them? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I mean, we kind of owe a, a lot of our, um, you know, the, the progress that we've made as a band to those bands that you mentioned, them, especially 10th Avenue North and Rend Collective. I think those two bands have really uh, taken us under their wing, but also um, shared their platforms with us, which is amazing. And it's such a, a kingdom way of doing it. And instead of, um, you know, trampling on other people to get up, it's actually raising people up and, and they've raised us up and, and allowed us to get our, our music out there, which is, I, I just think, a wonderful picture of how Jesus would want us to do it, you know. Um, what we've learned from them, oh, tons. Um, I think it's probably more character stuff that we've seen, like these guys, you know, they're doing it because they, they love God, you know, and then they, their heart's in the right place. I think that the biggest thing that we've learned from them is, is just to um, be authentic and, and, and like walk your walk and not just sing songs on stage, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. In fact, well, I don't want to talk too much about the other bands because I actually do want to focus on you guys. <laughs> but when Render on stage, they did say something that I thought was just lovely. They said, we're done with being cool. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, what a great thing, because they just said, you know, we don't care about being cool anymore. Uh, and they gave a, a message explaining God's love and inviting people to receive his love. Yes. And I just thought, this band are just so authentic with their faith and their love for Jesus. So so if that sort of stuff is washing off on you guys, which I suspect you're saying it is, I just think you've got such a great future ahead in, in the things that you're doing. But you are touring under as uh, headlining yourselves, aren't you, in the States? Yeah, it's quite fun. It's fun to play. You know, it's it's um, these guys on this tour, they're we're able to play like five songs, which is quite a lot for an opening slot. Um, sometimes, you know, it'll be two or three songs and 15 minutes and then you got to get out of there. But um, we just enjoy playing and sharing our songs. So any anytime we're able to headline and do our own show, we're really able to you know, spend more time telling stories about the songs and then play a bunch more songs. And then, um, so that's, that's very fun. And then we can really connect and see the connection with, uh, with the listeners and get to chat with them afterwards. You know, it's been hard in the COVID world, uh, not to be able to have that one-on-one -on -one communication with them, like after a show and be hanging by the merch table and stuff. Uh, but we really enjoy that just getting to chat with people and hear their stories and, um, so yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, one of the things we love to do is just go out, you know, into the lobby after the, after the concert and just chat with people and just hear their stories and, and hear how a, a specific song spoke to them or confirmed something that God was telling them. Um, that's really rewarding. And it's also another opportunity to do some ministry. Sometimes we land up, you know, praying for people and it's just, it's just cool. So like Thomas said, it's been interesting not being able to do that. But I mean, I know God's still moving and, and he's still hopefully using the songs and, and people are going home with, with some encouragement, you know? Uh, you know what, that's a lovely thing to be doing. In fact, I did notice that, Tommy, that on uh, Sunday night uh, at, um, at the Rend um, performance, 
there was a there was a person in the uh, audience right near the front and on the left hand side from the audience perspective, uh, and uh, I think they must have been American. Yeah. But I, but I know that you afterwards went and chatted to them, and I could just see that you were just really like wanting to bless them and care for them and and making time and space for them. And it was just I thought, uh-huh. what a lovely guy. So you're, you're obviously it's quite tiring doing the shows, I should imagine. But the fact that you still wanted to to be a blessing to others was great. Uh-huh. Is there maybe a story of a time? when you're on tour you've just done a gig and you're meeting with someone and it's just one of those god moments god does something special mm. i i feel like that happens a lot i'm, I'm trying to think of a, a pinpointed story i have i'll toot tommy's horn because uh, he won't but almost every show that we play especially our headlining shows like we'll be done and packed up and, and Thomas has found like just some person who's kind of just a loner or someone that's down and out and he's just chatting with them, praying with them. And I, I, I love just um, seeing his heart and it's encouraging, encourages me to, to do the same and just find those, the, the least of these, the people that are kind of maybe not accepted or cool in, in society, but those are the people that Jesus has a heart for and, and, and we can, we can be the Lord's hands and feet by just loving on, 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 those you know wow yeah that's I, I it's exactly what jesus would be doing um yeah uh, just giving giving lots of love to those who perhaps sometimes miss out and are considered yep. unlovable so that's that's cool what about you tom anything specific there's a lot there really is i mean we um, a, a lot of times we'll um, get emails or, or instagram messages after our shows when people say hey um, you just spent some time praying for me or chatting with me and it just meant so much or oh I know, i'm thinking of one now when we were it was one of those nights in canada and this guy actually you i think he was telling you but with the jumpsuit that he just said i just feel like i can be myself yeah so there was this really this is a, a fun one but gary i think you've told it better you know the details of it well he was more. just like he came up to us he was like in his work clothes and he said guys i, I just somehow found myself at the show tonight and he said for the first time in a very long time i felt like i could just be and just be, be myself it, it was it was quite profound what you were saying and he obviously was just experiencing the presence of god and um and he yeah he was just truly grateful for this um space that we unknowingly had created for him just to to be a, a child you know and and being god's presence was cool that that is very cool when god comes in and meets with people in those moments so mm. it just sounds like you do this all the time but it's totally normal for you to be creating that space so and that's that's a lovely part of ministry off the back of beautiful music and i've got to say i really would encourage our listeners to go uh, onto their whatever streaming platform they might have or even better go and try and pi- are your albums available in the uk are they on amazon.co.uk or something yeah it's- go and listen to these guys yeah because the the album for, for land of color so uh, the new album for you is called show me what it means when, when did that launch uh the beginning of let's see like, oh, no. we're in april of this year right yes yeah, yeah april of, ago april of this year okay so guys listening at home show me what it means by land of color i've got to say absolutely beautiful album i'm so glad to have discovered these guys last year for regular listeners you'll know that i was saying uh, the cashman the cashman their album burn is my is my personal new find uh, band album of the year i suspect that land of color might end up being my new find band uh, for 2021 i am absolutely loving uh, listening to this music it is joy giving uh, and deep as well so and musically 
so much fun so enjoying it so thank you very much guys really appreciate it but if you're if you're at home thinking i'd like to listen to something fresh and new land of colors definitely recommended so we um we just want to find out a little bit about london obviously we're in bournemouth uh you guys are in london at the moment is that right yeah okay uh, so far on your tour so you've done where, where have you been london bristol and bournemouth and you're going on to birmingham birmingham glasgow my manchester uh oh yeah yeah you're going to Newcastle. Yeah, we're doing Newcastle. Both of the, you know, Northern and uh, both of those Ireland shows got cancelled. So unfortunately, I know the Rand guys were really looking forward to it, but we we get to play in Glasgow, which will be really fun. Yeah. Okay. So so there's more still to come. It's not finished yet. But so far, um, of of the place you visited, which town beginning with B and not Bristol is your favourite? <laughs> <laughs> honestly we could probably say yeah we, we love bournemouth um it was wonderful we we got to walk along the beach and, and go down the pier and and then the, the show itself i don't know what it was about the bournemouth people but they just seemed just happy and smiley and just so happy to be at the show and it, it really we kind of fed off that and we we, we loved the, the, the show a lot we were chatting about that quite a bit during after the show it was just does it have anything to do with the fact that you guys live on a beautiful coast? You get some sunshine, you get the palm trees. I mean, that just makes anybody happy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what makes us happy, but I see I'm a Londoner born and bred and I, I moved down here to hope, uh, four years ago, three years ago, something like that. I don't know. Time flies. Um, <laughs> and when I got here, I noticed that people were friendlier and had more time to smile and chat to each other. It just was a different speed of life. I've got to say, love it. You're right. The beach is probably the beach, the beach yeah. and the people anyway, but I'm, I, I loved the show and it was a, it was a really good friendly atmosphere. So, um, so lots of fun, but while you're in London, you've been, have you been sightseeing? Yeah. Yeah. Highlight. Highlight. Um, I mean, just London itself, like going into the city center, it is just like, it's very impressive how, how big it is, how many people there are, how things function, the tube. Uh, all the old things that you've you know heard about you know big ben and the parliament building all that stuff really cool yeah the food is also really great we went to dishoom today for for brunch uh which is an indian restaurant and it was so good um so we've been eating lots of curry and our, our bus is suffering the consequences of <laughs> but it is uh it's just been a wonderful time to yeah sightsee um, people, I was kind of expecting it, people to be a little bit more grumpy, uh, but the people that we have talked to were, are really kind. Yeah. It's amazing how many different cultures there are just like, it's truly is a melting pot of the world. Like it seems like every culture is represented. Um, we went to Camden market today, which is also fun. Just kind of cruising around trying to find like little bits and pieces. So that was cool. So we're going to play another one of your tracks now, uh, and the track's called running could you just tell us uh, why did you write this song what's the history and the heart behind it what's the meaning yeah i'll, I'll start a little bit yeah, yeah. um so a while back a couple of years ago gary and i were a part of a guys group um that met every tuesday morning and uh the whole focus was just to have a place where you can come bring your most honest true self to the room and to your actually just be yourself for yourself um, which it's so easy, you know, to, to put on a shell and just get stuff done. Or, you know, when you were in the world or just outside of the space like that, it's hard to really get down to the nitty gritty of what we're actually 
processing and dealing with and scared of or you know things like that and um it was one of the most life-changing things for the both of us and through that we started having this new language of showing up to ourselves and showing up to each other as brothers um and what that did you know that song running was basically kind of a, an awakening song of of saying man there's so much to be that i need to be honest with about myself about my fears of um everything my fears of you know fear is is an overwhelming thing and um and not being good enough for the lord is something that i've always struggled with and letting my past haunt me and um am i good enough for the lord you know and uh will he still love me if i'm as honest as i could be and uh and then realizing that yes he does love me and and i actually connect closer with my friends when i'm the most honest that i can be um and it was pretty a pretty special time and it's changed our lives since then so this song every time we play it is it gives us both that feeling of like man i want to I want to, you know, the bridge says I want to belong, but I'm scared to death if I'm honest. Um, you know, do I belong? And, and the whole time, God is just beckoning us back to Him and say, "Yeah, just come here, sit at my feet, and rest." And and that just puts an end to a lot of the chaos, you know, in our minds. I feel like a lot of times we just operate um, with a with a in survival mode. Okay, you know, like you try to be someone who you think you need to be. Um, but God's not scared of our who we really are, and we, you know, and when we are honest and we just bring all our junk to Him and to each other, then the depth of relationship is so much more. You know, we can go so much deeper with God and with each other when we when we just honest. And um, yeah, and we we didn't have that language, we didn't have those tools until this guys group that we went to we had a really gifted counselor and pastor guy kind of leading us through this and how to how to stop you know putting up a false front and just being being authentic you know And that was Running by Land of Colour. And I'm so pleased to say that Gary Ray and Thomas Ewing are with us still here on the Art Interview on Hope FM and our partner stations worldwide. Guys, thanks for all that you've shared from your hearts uh, so far. Uh, it's such a beautiful song about being honest and being real with God. And you're, it's such a struggle um, all the time, I think, for people. It's that temptation to try and perform. It'd be lovely, Gary, if you were happy uh, to pray for our listeners right now for a touch of God change let's pray uh lord we just uh, pray for anyone who's listening who uh, maybe the song just struck a, a nerve for them struck a chord and um anyone who's just been running from you and is tired of running and i pray that there would just be a moment right now where they would just kind of give up and and just be okay to just sit at your feet and just trust that you're good and that you that you love them um and that you accept them uh, just the way they are and that your love is truly unconditional. And we live in a performance-driven world where we're used to performing to receive what we what we need. But 
that's not the case with you, Jesus. Um, you've done it all. You've 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 done the ultimate performance in, in, in dying on the cross for us, and we can just receive your love. And um, I just pray for for that person or those people that need that right now, that you would just wash over them with your love, that you would touch them with your Holy Spirit right now, and that they'd stop running and just say yes to you and just fall into your arms, and that you would just um, just do a work in their lives, God. Um, we ask all of this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Gary. And if you're listening at home or maybe in the car uh, and you're not entirely sure who this Jesus is that Gary and Tommy and I are talking about, I just want to invite you to pop on to www.findachurch.co.uk. There are thousands of churches that would love to welcome you and hope you know more about God's amazing love. And if you're not in the UK, please contact the station that you're listening to and ask them to connect you with a church local to where you are. Guys, thanks for everything you've shared so far. Uh, it would be really great to find out a little bit about what your plans are going forwards in a moment. But first, I just want to ask Tommy something. Tommy, I was a little bit surprised to see that the warm-up warm up act actually was also included in the main act because you actually were playing very much as part of the Rend band. Uh, so you were playing guitar for them, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, that was that's um, kind of a newer... Um thing that I get to do uh, in this last year. Um, their original guitar player, his name is Patrick, and he moved back to Northern Ireland with his wife and um, so they could start a family. And I think they're just about to pop right now with their first kid. And so they're really stoked about that. And he's still very much a part of the band on the back end, you know, kind of business side of things. Um, and so they were, I, I think I knew that Patty was going to come off the road and I actually um, in Nashville, it's a really special place because you get to rub shoulders and you see your friends and a lot of musicians there um, quite often. And so I actually was at Mike Donahue, who's 10th Avenue North lead singer, and now he's doing his own solo project. I was at his 40th birthday party at his house, and it was just kind of intimate friends and family. And also Gareth and Allie, who are both in Rend Collective, um, were sitting right next to me and my wife at at the dinner table. And, um, so I just mentioned to mention to both of them, I said, Hey, I know Patty's getting off the road and, um, you know, our touring schedule had slowed quite a bit down just due to COVID. And I said, I'd love to, you know, be considered if you're looking for a guitar player, I'd love to play with you guys, if that makes at all any sense. And they said, Oh my gosh, that's cool. I didn't even, didn't even think about it. And they went to go grab a drink and then come back and sit at the table. And they said, okay, we've made up our mind. We think that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> you're, in. you're in, we'll just start, we got to, and then I think the next, after a couple of days or something, he, Gareth texts me and says, Hey, we we're playing a St. Patty's show online. Here's the songs, you know? And I'm like, all right, I think I'm playing, I'm playing. I didn't even know, didn't know if I was in the band or anything like that, but it's just been such a joy, uh, obviously to be with those guys. And it's, very different music than what Gary and I are playing with Land of Color. So it kind of, um, it's fun to have that avenue of, you know, a different folk sound and uh, that Irish tune that they have and then get to jump around and express worship and playing music in a different way. Wow. I've not seen it before with, with that sort of crossover uh, into both bands. So it's convenient <laughs> yeah. that you're actually touring with them because otherwise it would be a bit hard doing both things at the same time, I would imagine. So um, it's, it's nice, nice to actually be in the actual theatre that they're playing, you know, wherever they might be 
on the same night. So it saves dashing around the world too much. Um, so what, what, what a lovely thing, though, to, to have gone for a birthday party and, and come out with um, a, a bit of a longer term uh, prospect. And it, do you think this is going to carry on after you guys finish this tour? Is it something that you think is likely or not sure? Yeah, I think so. Um, one of the guys is looking at me right now and said, you're fired. No, I think I am. I'm still, uh... <laughs> who, said, who said you're fired? Who is that? It's Steve, the bass player. He's a cheeky oh, one. Yeah, yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve. He's a very good bass player, though. So he's he awesome. With it, probably. Sometimes. Depends on the night. <laughs> okay. No, he's, he's awesome. Um, yeah, we're actually... Um, what's been really cool now, too, is just... Land of Color, Gary and I and and Rand have just a really great traveling relationship as well. We just really all love each other's company. And um, so this is the second tour in a row now that we've been on with Rand. And then um, in the spring, I'm going to go out with them and they have a U.S. tour with Mercy Me. And so I'll be pl playing guitar for that. And then Gary and I are going to be recording during that time. So we'll be sending files back and forth from the road and releasing new music and kind of continuing that as as i'm able to play guitar with these guys so um, the hope is to be able to do both things um and we just we just see how it plays out the, the lord's always been really good to um show us what direction we should follow you know in, in certain seasons it's he either closes doors or he opens them and so i'm just kind of i'm walking until you know and until he kind of directs me to to where I should go next. Well, when you next see Steve, who is obviously just sitting out of shot in, in, in the tour bus, tell him, we thought you guys were great and it worked really well with you being part of the band. Just saying, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's a good plug. Um, so great. Okay. Um, so you've got these other shows to go to and then what's the plan straight after this? You've got a break before you're then touring further in, in the US? We do a lot of one-offs. Um, you know, I, I have a big family at home, um, four kids. And so Thomas and I, you know, spoken about even before COVID are just making it kind of sustainable as far as like, so we're not on the road 200 days a year so we can still be you know good husbands and dads um so it, it kind of works out pretty good that we, we we kind of do our touring in season so you know we'll take a break over the spring while thomas is doing the spring tour with um with mercy me and then you know kick it back up in the summer and maybe do something in the fall um also we we've just finished recording a full christmas album that we're going to be releasing this year um so we're, we're kind of tentatively thinking about next year would be a good time to do some kind of Christmas tour once the, our, our Christmas album is out in the world. Wow. Okay. That well, That's something to look forward to. I didn't know you were going to have a Christmas album. So yeah. my Christmas is now that little bit brighter. So when when's that going to be released? Um, November 19th is, is the release date. Okay. So um, it's basically a month uh, today from airing. So yeah. great news. You mentioned about having four kids. Uh, sorry, Tommy, do you have kids? You know, my wife is pregnant right now with our first kid, who's due in April. Oh, congratulations. So oh, that's Thank exciting. You. So you've got a little bit of catching up to do on four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Gary, can I ask you a question? Uh, being a father, what has God taught you most through your children? Sheesh, I, I feel like mo such a big part of my faith right now is, 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 is what I've learned as a dad. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is how fond god is of us just that fondness that we have for our kids it's such a, a love that's undescribable and that's just a small picture of god's love towards us so i feel a lot more of god's unconditional father's heart towards me 
now that I have kids, you know, that, that have made me feel that same thing. Yeah, I think that I would agree with that. The other thing that I think I've learned is that I thought I was quite patient. I've got teenagers <laughs> uh, and I am learning now that actually I need to stretch in some of my um, sure. uh, preconceived ideas, which is which is a challenge, but it's a, it's a good one. It's helping me grow character, I think. So um, yeah, my, my son was saying I'm quite a good dad. So that, that was a nice of him just yesterday. So um, anyway, um, so uh, connecting with you, though, where, where should people go to? What are you on? Is Insta your main thing? Yeah, probably Instagram. We do most of our social activities through Instagram. Um, and it's the same name as our website, which is Land of Color Music. Um, color spelled C-O-L-O-R. And I would say between our website, uh, landofcolormusic.com and Instagram are, are the two ones that we're pretty highly active on. Yeah, and then obviously streaming, um, you know, whatever whatever streaming platform you use, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, all those places. So, um, yeah, you can find us there. That That is a great thing for people to connect so easily with you. Um, and Instagram, I can see that you've been busy posting stuff. So that's, that's great. I uh, could ask a question of Tommy. Um, Tommy, is there something that you particularly admire about Gary? Oh, yeah, there's lots. Um, it's going to need some time, though. Yeah, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Gary is one of the most bubbly, um, truly, honestly, happy and sincere guy that I know. And, and it's really fun. Um, when I'm meeting people, and like on this tour, we met a lot of... I flew out early with Rend, and then Gary came uh, a couple days later. And I was able to just share about how the character of Gary is and his demeanor on life and the way that he just loves people. And he's um, he's just so kind and thoughtful and smiley and huggable. And I, I love sharing that with people. Yeah, you know, I, I think you're probably right. Looking at Gary and having seen him on stage, I think he probably is quite huggable. I think that would be a warm, loving father's hug, which is, which is a great thing. Uh, Gary, for you looking, looking, looking at Tommy, Gary, what's the thing that most annoys you about Tommy? <laughs> you should have given me that one. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I cannot answer That's that. That's a good one. Continue Gordon. in the band. <laughs> yeah it wouldn't that's not that's not helpful for you on tour you can tell you can tell me in private another time just message yeah. me I'll, I'll that's that a whole anyway. separate podcast <laughs> yeah yeah so what, what's the thing though that you feel as a band god's calling you into what's the what's the message that you most have a heart to share with others i i, I love that question i i feel like you know thomas and i are both you know we, we both love the church and we've both come through the church. We've seen the great things in the church. But we've also got a, a lot of our Gen X millennial friends that have kind of disconnected with the church for different reasons. And I feel like somehow God's placed us right there in the middle um, to, you know, hopefully still share the authenticity and the love of Jesus with people that are maybe on the fringes of, of you know, diving all the way in and just telling them, hey, there's this, this, beauty and truth yet to be had in Jesus and you can you can find him even if you've had you know struggles with the church and I, I feel like I'm not articulating it well but we're somewhere in there hopefully bridging the gap between people that are kind of disillusioned with western Christianity and saying hey Jesus is what you're after and you can you know some of the other stuff might not be ideal but but Jesus is in there and, and that's that's what life's about you know I think that's a really helpful approach and I've 
uh, I was talking to someone recently who said, I think everything about Jesus that I've heard from you is true, but I do think that Christian culture is really boring and that's my struggle. I was like, oh man, that's, um, that's so hard. So, um, but uh, the fact that you guys can bring joy and, and uh, a challenge in your music and just help cross that, that divide a bit and help people to be able to explore Jesus uh, for themselves as well is fantastic. Okay, so we've got one more track to play from you guys uh, and it's called Warrior. I tell you what, this track has has been quite successful for you, haven't hasn't it? I, looking at um, looking at Spotify, it's got over two million streams, which um, on Spotify alone is, is is quite a good number. So how come that one seems to be one that has um, flown? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would you know, it's something to do with the song. Obviously, people connect with a certain song. Uh, also, we we teamed up with with some people who helped us um, get it out into the world. Uh, a marketing company and that obviously seemed to work and um, even um, for their standards they said the song did really well and we kind of we, we brainstormed and we debriefed like how, how, why did the song do well it's 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 or when I say well in the indie world it's done done well um, and I, I just don't know maybe it's the, maybe it's the message uh, I don't know what do you think <laughs> I, well, I think it's a it's a great song I think I can understand why people like to listen to it so um, anything that it encourages us to understand more about who Jesus is and what he's done and what he's calling us into is always good in my books, but yeah. I, I think maybe we should let the listeners decide uh, for themselves. So I just want to say thank you very much, uh, Gary and Tommy uh, from Land of Colour for joining us on Hope FM for the artist interview. Uh, this is your track, Warriors. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. See you, Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, man. And that was Warrior by Land of Colour, possibly my new favourite band for 2021. And thank you so much to Tommy Ewing and Gary Ray for sharing from their hearts and sharing their music with us, telling us a bit of their life story. And there are many other artists and interviews for you to enjoy. Just get along to your favourite podcast platform and search up The Artist Interview. And it'd be great if you could subscribe, share it with a friend, get the blessing and share it with others. It'd be just so helpful because the stories these guys tell uh, just got so much richness to them uh, and we love bringing hope. So thanks for joining me, Gordon T, here on Hope FM, on the podcast platforms and our partner stations worldwide. God bless you. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music, this is the Hope FM Artist Interview.